everybody, my name is Daniel, and I go by Butters. And this is a story and a bit of a journey on a podcast about how life led me to the best po' boy I've ever had. I don't know whether to start at the beginning or at the po' boy, so maybe I'll flash back and forth. But it's pretty fitting that I'm recording this right now after eating the best po' boy I've ever had in a little town in Louisiana, no, sorry, Alabama, right on the Gulf Coast. So, the last few, the last week or so has really been eye-opening and very, like, opening my mind to the universe. My whole life I've felt that a lot of stuff is pretty connected in the universe. And in the last five years, I've learned a lot about history and the future and technology and ancestors and our generations and just a lot of history I never learned in school. And I see where technology can take us. And so it's really helped me to realize that a lot in the universe or everything in the universe is pretty connected and so a little bit of this journey today is going to show you how things are connected and how I came about with the name of this podcast called the migrator migrator truth I'm kind of a migrator um, I'm from about Tampa Bay Florida Shout out, the Bucks just won the Super Bowl. Part of what kept me there as long as it did this last trip back home. Home being the Tampa Bay area, specifically Pinellas Park. I spent 10 years as a cop in Pinellas Park, and after those 10 years, I retired. That was about five years ago this summer. Since then, I've traveled around the world. I've now become a flight attendant. I've been to over 20 countries since becoming a flight attendant. I've traveled and touched many of the states in the US, part of which came from a road trip where I left Florida and I moved to Anchorage, Alaska just before getting my job as a flight attendant about four years ago. Again, all maybe stuff that I'll tell you in a story another time. Today is about the po' boy. So, here I am, eating the po' boy, and just letting the universe speak to me. I had random conversation with a couple inside this place called Bozo's Seafood Deli and Market. Let me tell you, Bozo, you got the po' boy right. Period. So, I reach out and I have random conversation with this couple unintentionally they turned around and the man asked me how's the po' boy and I said this is the best po' boy I've ever had I just let the universe take me to that po' boy so getting to this po' boy I just left having the most amazing connection to my girlfriend prior to this connection just 24 hours ago I thought her and I were over. I really thought we were just two different people. 
that life was taking us in different directions and we had struggles and differences that we couldn't get over. We had an amazing connection on Valentine's Eve. I've never connected to another person and another soul like I did that night. We'll leave that one for another story. I was in Pensacola after this connection with her and we had been sharing stories and being vulnerable and just opening up to each other about our entire lives and major things that happened in our lives leading up to this moment. Well, long story short, her and I made a connection and no matter where life takes us, will mean more than anything leading up to this point in life. It really helped me realize who I am. I'm on a road trip right now, and a little bit ago, I left Utah. A little bit ago being middle of January. That's actually almost a month ago. The night I left, I recorded a podcast that I had been wanting and been urging myself to do, but nothing felt right. Again, the universe is connected. That was wrong. This, this is right. This podcast is right. On this podcast, I'm going to have people on and we're going to talk and have a sharing of journeys that connected the universe to something in their life. I'm going to share stories about things that I interacted with people or friends that I have in my past that I didn't know at the time, but a moment between us saved their life. I want this connection in this journey of this podcast to be interviews and conversations and maybe just me talking sometimes about how life connects things and how a small connection that you think means nothing might have saved someone's life. So back to the po' boy in the restaurant. Leaving Pensacola, I wasn't sure where to head off for the day and where to go, but I know I have to get back to Utah. My lease is running out at the end of the month and I'm ready to find a new place. It's really been stressing me out on where I need to go and what I need to do and where life wants to take me because I love to travel, I love to road trip, and today I realize that the van life is for me. More about that in the future. So, I don't know where I'm gonna go, but I know I wanna travel the coast. When I left Florida and I moved to Alaska, I took I-10 and I decided I'm not taking I-10 again. I know what that looks like. I wanna see more back road. I wanna see along the coast. I wanna see what some people will never leave home and see. I've always lived my life that way. I like to find the backwoods places to eat. When I get to layovers, I search places that have been on the Triple D and other TV shows. That's kinda how I live my life. People love that about me. That's who I am. And I love to share that with other people. Food, culture, history, I always want to share it with people. I always want to make a meal for my friends. I love how food brings people together. I love that it brings you together and you can tell stories and you learn about a person. You can share intimate moments. You can share with giant groups of people. I love it. That's who I am. So, as I'm trying to figure out where to go and I look at the map, for whatever reason, Bozo's Market and Deli popped up in front of me. Really nothing else was even showing. It's in the middle of a small area. There is other stuff, but nothing else popped up. 
So, I click on Bozo's. I see pictures of fried food, steamed seafood, everything you would expect from the Gulf Coast area of Louisiana and Alabama. So again, I'm sorry when I said Louisiana, Alabama, I don't remember because I forgot I had crossed over the border into Alabama just before getting there. So, I pull in. As I'm pulling in to Bozo's, I don't know where to park. There's a guy like sticking out in the road. I look to my left, I see there's a parking spot just big enough for my forerunner. Forerunner, you've been great to me, but you got a short-lived life ahead of you before you're gonna be a van. Again, more on that later. So, I pull in. As I'm pulling in, there's a little white car with a brewery name on the side. And I'm curious. There's a man sitting inside. His name's Jonathan. Jonathan, I'm sorry I didn't get your last name, but I can find you someday. Jonathan works for a brewery. Or, I'm sorry, Jonathan works for Budweiser, and he's in charge of the craft beer distribution under, I think, Mitchell's Distribution. I tap on the window. I said, hey man, I know this is weird, but the universe led me to this place today and I gotta ask you something. And he goes, dude, this is the best place. The universe did you right. I said, thanks, man. You'd be surprised if I told you the whole story. Jonathan doesn't have the time for the story. Jonathan's filling a bag that's clearly a boy's gift bag. It's got sharks on it. P.S. I love sharks. And he's putting toys or something in it. I didn't pay enough attention, but who knows? I said, is this a brewery? Is it near here? And he said, yeah, man, this is the best brewery around. And I'm like, no way. He says, yeah, dude, you gotta get it. You gotta go there. By the way, try this beer. And so he tells me the beers. I grab my phone and I start typing down the name of the beer and the brewery uh, and, and then tells me, you gotta say hey to the owner. Tell him Jonathan sent you. I said, man, I sure will. And I write his name down as Jonathan so I don't forget. He says, yeah, man, that guy, he designed a beer and made a beer that won in Germany. He said they beat out German beers at these different, you know, competitions. And I said, no way, dude. I definitely got to try that. So the next thing I know, Jonathan is popping the back hatch of his car and handing me beers. I got a six pack of some sours and three other random beers. And he's telling me, man, I'm so sorry. I don't really have much more on me right now. I said, Jonathan, it's okay, buddy. This is way more than I needed. Trust me, I'm good, man. I, I just wanted to ask you about the brewery. And he's like, no, it's okay. And I said, hey, man, you don't even know how much this is wild to me and how much the universe just brought me into this moment. I appreciate this, man. He says, yeah, no, no problem. Off Jonathan goes into his car, and I put stuff in my car. And, it, and I put the beers in my car. And I think to myself, man, people are good. Life is good. I'm alive. I'm breathing. And even though having been a cop and I've seen the worst in people, I've always believed that life is good and people are good. That's actually a big reason why I left being a cop. I was getting pretty jaded, honestly. I was really starting to hate the area that I was from. I was starting to hate people. I was judging people. I would look at someone and be like, you're an addict. You're a druggie. You're a thief. You beat your wife. I was getting kind of in a bad way, even though I always wanted to help people, but I never felt like that was my true calling. Helping people always has been, always will be. 
I realized a lot on my trip back home this last couple of weeks that I carry a lot of burden for others and I always want to help people and I'm always looking to fix things. I'm a fixer and sometimes I take too much burden on. I realized that this last couple of weeks. I'm here to help. I want to help people. I hope that this podcast touches people and they make a change in their life if that's what they need or they just hear something that speaks to them and and, and more on that later. That's not really the point of today's episode. Again, when I'm recording my first episode, I recorded it like five times the other day and none of it felt right. I've never been able to say that recording something felt more right. Maybe we'll even get to how this podcast came about a little bit later or on the next episode. Probably the next episode. So, back to the po' boy. I finished meeting Jonathan and I go inside. Wow, what a cool place. I've been to a lot of places. I've also had some Louisiana food in New Orleans on layovers. I always love that food. I love how it brings people together. If anything, I think Louisiana food brings people together more than any other food. And honestly, that's really hitting me right now. That's really what this is all about, is how the universe and life brings people together. It makes connections. Sometimes you have a meal or a crawfish boil, and then you move on, and you don't talk to those people again. That's okay. Somebody in that meeting you'll still talk to. You might have made an impact on somebody, so it's okay. Life moves on sometimes, but we always make impacts on others. It's up to you to decide whether you're going to make a good impact on somebody or if you're going to make a bad impact. But one way or the other, like it or not, everything you do is connected to other people and your interaction with somebody will leave an impact on their life. It's up to you to decide whether you're going to leave a good one or a negative one. So, I walk up to the counter. This place is super cool. There's long tables with big holes for a trash can. So as you suck the crustacean from its juices and eat that meaty little tail of a crawfish boil, you can throw it right in the trash can. By the way, I noticed there's a couple doing exactly that. What an array of people are in this place. There's people that have probably never left this town. There's a couple. They might be who I'm about to talk about. They're probably on a date. I don't know their story. Honestly, I can only wonder. What tells me is they're reconnecting too. She's got on a little bit of makeup, wearing something decent but not overly dressed. He's got on probably his nicest pair of jeans. He's got a t-shirt that looks clean and crisp. He looks like, you know, this is good and dressed up for him without going to a really fancy place. But this place means a lot to them. I'll tell you why in a second. So. Up to the counter I go. I walk right up and I said, hey. Or the lady says to me, hey, what do you want? And I go, I don't know. She goes to slide a menu towards me. The first word pops out, po' boy. There's a picture of one stenciled in wood on the wall right above the cash register. Behind that or behind her is a window where they're making fried foods. To my left is the to-go market That's all about boiled stuff. Big old crawfish boils. You can get it spicy, you can get it regular, you can get it with sausage and corn, you can get crab legs. Man, I can't wait to go back honestly and get even more. I gotta try this place again. So, 
I say to her, I want the po' boy. As I say that, I see there, there's a crawfish and shrimp po' boy. I said, ma'am, I want the crawfish and shrimp po' boy. And she goes, that's a great choice. Do you want fries with it? Sure. I imagine they're gonna be really good fries. Honestly, the fries kinda sucked. It's okay. So, she says, is that gonna be it? She's writing on an old paper ticket that's carbon copied to the other one. And I said, actually, what else would you get? What's your favorite thing? What's something on this menu? I just gotta try. She says, you should get the gumbo. Okay, I'll take the gumbo. Great, do you want anything else? Uh, I'll take a drink. I look over, there's a fountain machine and some iced tea. I know I'm in the South, I love tea. I'm gonna get a sweet tea, but I don't want too much sugar. Back to my girlfriend and I, I realize I need some healthier things in life. And that might just take a small step. For a long time, I've been trying to cut back and have less sugar. And so, in my mind, I'm about to get a half and half tea. Something I've been ordering a lot of lately, because I don't want to get rid of my good southern tea, but I can't stand regular tea bag, crappy old unsweet tea. Shout out to everyone who knows, when you go to a restaurant and they go, we got sugar, no thanks, that won't dissolve, I don't want it, I guess I'll just have unsweet, or I order something else. Or just water a lot, if that's the case. So. I turn around, she tells me, you can just tell her at the register that you want a drink, she'll give you the cup and ring you up. And I say, okay, so it's kind of weird, you gotta turn around and go back towards the door to pay. So I turn around, I walk up to the register, I have a wonderful interaction with the lady behind the register, and I say, hey, how are you today? And she goes, well, I'm here, and I go, you know what, that's good, I'm glad you're here. I go to pay for my stuff, almost forget I gotta get a drink. And I said, oh no, I forgot, I need a drink. And she goes, that's okay. Just pull your card out and hit the red button. So I pull my card out and I hit the red button. I should have known better. I kept seeing all these Barks Root Beer stuff everywhere. I love Barks Root Beer. That's my favorite root beer, actually. And so, I still don't let the universe speak to me. I order the tea and I pay. So I walk back over to where there's a big old display of all the good old southern stuff in the Louisiana bayous and the Alabama bayou area. And I go and I look. Oh man, Tony Sachery's, that's my favorite Creole seasoning. Anybody who knows me knows that I cook with Tony's and Montreal steak seasoning. Everybody always asks me, Butters, what'd you put in this meal, man? It tastes so good. And I'm like, the same thing I put in everything. I just let the food taste different each time. I put some love in it, I put some Tony's, and I put some Montreal. That's pretty funny. All you people that know me, you know how true that is. So, I'm looking at the array. Tony's has got a blackening one. I've seen it before, but you can't find it everywhere. I decide the Tony's blackening seasoning, that's coming with me. There's a Tony's no salt. Oh man, my girlfriend and some of my friends they talk about how I put too much salt in everything. I love Tony's, but lately I've really had to cut back because Tony's has got a lot of salt in it. Anybody who uses Tony's knows a little bit goes a long way, but I love Tony's. So, Tony's no salt, you're coming with me. Man, what's this one? Never heard of it before. I've seen lots of different versions of Tony's, lots of different Creole seasonings, but one with habanero? Wait. This could be like Tony's, but like next level spicy. I love making stuff like that and just being creative. Guess what? 
you're coming with me. So I turn around and I walk towards the register, handful of different seasonings and an and now a cup of half and half tea. This little old lady, I'm in front of me going to pay for her stuff. She sets it down and has to run outside. She left a glass bottle of Barks right there next to her food to go. Maybe she forgot her card outside, something. I don't know, it's okay. And I said to the lady at the register, hey, I want these three and I want one of those Barks root beers. Cause now the smile's on my face. Even though you can't see it, there's COVID. I got a mask on. There's plexiglass between me and this lady. Wow, what a world that we're living in now. Everywhere's got masks. There's a little bit of plastic supposed to protect us. Whatever. All right, I want the Barks root beer. Off over to the corner I go for a Barks root beer after I pay for it. There's a sign and it says, money can't buy you, get it? Buy you, I'm in the buy you. Money can't buy you happiness, but it sure can buy you crawfish and that's just about as happy as it can be. I might have messed up the last part, but you get the point. So I take a picture of that. I take a picture of the Barks root beer glass container and off to my seat, I sit down. Well, remember the couple that might've been on a date, might've been reconnecting, might've been having a moment in the universe. I don't know. The man looks at me because they've moved now. They were sitting over the hole in the table eating crawfish. They look at each other like, do you want any more? Do you want any more? Shake their heads and dump a little bit in the trash. Now they're sitting at a different table. What are they waiting on? Why are they there? They obviously had their fill of crawfish. Why are they dumping it out? All the things running through my mind. The man turns around and he says, hey, how's the pole boy? I said, man, this is the best pole boy I've ever had. Mind you, I've just taken a photo of my po' boy, my Barks root beer, three things of seasoning, a half and half tea I don't really want, but I think when the root beer's gone, you're gonna really want that tea. Guess what? I really wanted and needed that tea after the root beer's gone. I got a thing of french fries that don't look good, they're not what I thought, and there's no seasoning. Don't worry, I sprinkled some seasoning on them. And so, I tell him, man, this is the best po' boy ever. If you go to my Instagram, you'll see a photo of exactly what I just described. But he says to me, how's the po' boy? Man, this is the best po' boy I've ever had. You have no idea how I got here. It's crazy how the universe brings you somewhere. And I'm talking to you right now about it. His wife, this lady, I don't know who she is to him. She says, hey, points to him with her thumb to the side, hey, he believes the same kind of thing. It's pretty funny. And he just looks at me and nods. So, I tell him how good the po' boy is. I start to revel in how tasty it is. Mind you, I've had a few bites at this point. And I already say to myself, you got gumbo. Oh yeah, I forgot to tell you about that, that it was there on the table too, but you knew because I ordered it. And so, I know I'm gonna eat half of this, Eat, take half of the sandwich with me, because I need to try the, the gumbo. So I go back to eating my sandwich and him and I don't really say anything else. A few minutes later, I'm done with the po' boy and I put the rice into the gumbo and I'm taking a few bites and he comes back. Oh, rewind, my bad. We did say more. He told me how good this place was. Remember, this is like the third or fourth person that's told me how good this place was. He says, man, we've been coming here for a long time. 
This is like our little spot. We traveled 40-something miles away from where we live for this place. We always love to come here. You know what? I bet you they love to come here because it's how they reconnect. So, he tells me how, or she tells me about how their kid went to school around here or something like that. But tell me how they always get all this food from here and they love it. They drive so far for it. He even tells me they spent a hundred and something dollars. And I was like, wow, that's a lot. They must be taking it all to go. Maybe they're taking it to friends and family. This place is cheap. A hundred something dollars in boiled? That's gonna be a lot of food for two people. So I go back to my po' boy. He goes to the bathroom, ends up getting his food, comes back by the table. He's carrying four of the biggest, or at least four of the biggest to go styrofoam containers I've ever seen. They're at least a foot long, and actually they're probably like a foot and a half long and like eight to 10 to a foot wide. Imagine you could put a whole cluster of snow crab legs in there. Guess what? That's why they're shaped that way, because they put snow crab legs in there out of the crawfish boils and out of all the boils. Next thing I know, this man's opening up his containers fresh out of the bag. Guess what? It's COVID, but he's got faith in me to say, hey man, you should try this shrimp. You gotta try this shrimp. This is the best shrimp. Now, crawfish tastes great. Shrimp, a lot of times, if not done right, don't take on the flavor unless you do it right. Let me tell you what, Bozo, you got it right. That was amazing. That was like the best little shrimp from a boil I've ever had. Next thing I know, he says, you gotta try this one. That one was a spicy one. This is their original, try this. So I pluck another shrimp out really carefully because I don't wanna, you know, it is COVID, I'm trying to be careful. And I take that. And I said, thanks, man. He comes over with another one. He opens it up to show me the, the corn and the potato side and the, and the sausage. And he says, you gotta take a piece of corn, man. And I'm like, yo, it's okay, I got all this food. I promise, I got more than I need. He said, look, I got a whole nother one over there. Points to his lady. She's opening another clamshell styrofoam full of potato, corn, and crawfish. So I said, okay, man, I'll take the corn. I take the corn, and as I'm taking the corn, I said, hey, can I try this sausage? There's just one little good-sized bite, and I know I wanna try the sausage. I bet it's real good. He said, absolutely, man, take it. So I take it. Let me tell you, that was amazing. The corn was good, the shrimp was good, everything was good. So they go down to sit down and basically just kind of have the rest of their time together. I don't really say much. I did tell them at some point that I wanted to have a podcast because I'm pretty blown away about how the light, how the universe takes you places. And he says, that's really cool, man. So, back to my gumbo. I eat it. I people watch. That's usually what I do. Because I travel alone a lot. And I people watched. What an array of people coming through that place. At some point, this little old lady sitting behind me as I'm packing up my sandwich. She says to me, how was the po' boy? This po' boy was awesome. Mind you, while I was eating... I'm texting my girlfriend about all the ideas of the podcast that I have, trying to come up with a name. I even paused eating to do some Googling of some of the names I had been thinking of, but they were taken. 
or a version of it was taken or it just didn't feel right. And I'm racking my brain. <coughs> How do I come up with a podcast? What's the name of the podcast? What route do I go with the podcast? So anyways, <coughs> sorry. The lady tells me that her, sorry, that's who that had the story about their son. This little old lady and her older husband, they come in there. She says, we've been coming here for years. We drove all the way from Dallas. Be careful. It's really icy out there. It's supposed to be like a negative 20 feels like in Dallas. There's ice everywhere. Mind you, my mom's terrified that I'm driving right now. She thinks the whole country's covered in ice and snow. I get it. It kind of is. It's really cold, even on the, the Gulf Coast here. It's like 30 degrees out. It's the Gulf Coast. It's never that cold. Well, maybe that was this little old lady just plugging in enough information to keep me from driving to Dallas tonight. Maybe I won't end up sliding off the road somewhere. Thanks, lady. I'm glad you said that to me. You never know what saying something to someone will mean. You never know how it'll direct their life or save their life. Maybe that lady saved my life today. Anyways, she gave me a quick little blip about her son going to A&M, I think. Texas A&M or, uh, no, gotta be Alabama because her husband's mask has an Alabama symbol on it. Either way, they told me they found this place when their son was in college and they've been coming here ever since. This lady's too old to have a son in college still. They've been coming here a long ass time. I don't blame them. Bozos is good. So, I wrap up my sandwich and something tells me I just need to tell this couple about my name and give them the name of my podcast. And I'm gonna wrap up with this because it seems pretty fitting. I'm about to take an exit. Guess where I'm going? I'm going to the brewery on the side of Jonathan's car. Well, I take my ticket from my to-go food and I write my name, I write my phone number, and I tell them about the Migrator Truth Podcast. My girlfriend mentioned it to me. She told me she was talking to her roommate about how excited she is about this mind-opening, mind-blowing, universal connection realization that I've had over the last couple of days. How much the world is my oyster and how much I can just travel. I love travel. I'm a nomad. I can't just stay in one place. Sometimes I gotta go home. Right now, home home feels like Florida. My mom's house. It just brings me back to center. Any of my friends who read that this last week and asked me if I'm okay or if I'm feeling homesick, I told them, I'm good. I love my life. Everybody loves my life. People always tell me how much they're jealous of my life. I'm jealous of my life too. Sometimes I can't believe it's real. I get paid to travel. I live in Utah now. It's beautiful. I've been telling my girlfriend today, we were talking about how it's beautiful and I love it. But it's just not me. I love being there. It's home base. It's not home. Home is my mom's house. That's where I go back. 30 something years and it's never changed. I love that place. It brings me back to center. But right now, my home base is Utah. I'll be back there soon. My life's gonna change. I'll tell you about that later. I won't be living in the same place very soon. My lease is up, so I gotta get back. And you know what, today, I told my friends about, hey, I think I'm gonna live the van life. I can't move in with you guys, I'm sorry. I knew I wanted to, 
It felt good, but it didn't feel right. I haven't been there while you're looking at places. My opinion doesn't really matter. I'd look through the photos and I'm like, yeah, that's cool. It looks just like all the other places. Because to me, it's just gonna be a place I'm gonna sleep. My stuff might be in a storage unit. It might be in the garage. I don't know. But it's not where I wanna be. I wanna be on the road. I wanna be driving around. I wanna see everything. I wanna touch people's lives. I wanna meet new people. I wanna interact. So, I finish wrapping up my po' boy. And I walk outside and I get in the car. And that's how I'm a migrator. And this is the Migrator Truth Podcast. Sorry, having technical difficulties and my phone won't let me get to <laughs> out of this. <laughs> oh, geez. Now we just got dead space. Don't worry. I got it. All right. See, this feels good. It's only about 33 minutes. What I had before was like an hour long. It felt like it dragged on. My friends listen to it and they're like, that's cool, man. It's good. I love the concept, but I don't know. It seems off. Well, this feels right. And so to wrap up, life's good. The universe connects us all. Do good to people. Love you all. Bye.